one thing that really helped me was uh, slightly adjusting the phrase I'm not good enough because I was using it a lot and although I realized okay dance is dance and me as a person is me as a person as I mentioned it's very difficult to right away switch uh, Uh, the talks that we have in our mind. So instead of trying to switch to, oh, my dance skills are not good enough, I slightly adjusted as a first step. Instead of saying, I'm not good enough, the sentence was, I'm not good enough yet. Do you feel the difference? I'm not good enough or I'm not good enough yet. to Belly Dance Live podcast. My name is Jana Komarnitska. I'm a full-time dancer based in Toronto, performing a variety of Middle Eastern and Central Asian dance styles, including belly dance. You can find me at janadance.com as well as on Insta or Facebook by Jana Dance or Jana Komarnitska. I'm happy you've decided to join us for this weekly dose of dance inspiration because here on this podcast we explore all nuances and insights into lifestyle of ballet dancers and we are having amazing star guests who share their stories, secrets and tips with you. Hello guys, how are you? I'm uh, so uh, blown away by all your uh, messages and comments that I receive via all social media regarding each episode of podcast. I'm really, really happy that it's helpful for you and you find some interesting and useful information and inspiration in uh, each episode. So thank you for all your messages. Uh, if uh, you want to support uh, even more the podcast, it would be really, really helpful if you either share the word with your friends or leave us a review on iTunes since it's a brand new podcast. It's really, really crucial. And uh, of course, I really appreciate all, all your messages and all your feedback. Thank you so much. So last week I have uh, uh, received a message on uh, my Instagram from one of uh, uh, the listeners that really got me thinking about how all our issues are sort of all the same and all dancers really struggle with the same things and I kind of felt like it's really important to start a conversation and talking about it because uh, realizing that uh, we are not alone in our problems as if I can put it this way already helps to take the pressure off the shoulders and just see that this is just some issues that everyone is dealing with and uh, it's not like the world is uh, breaking on us it's just one thing that we need to figure out so with her permission I'm going to share uh, the message keeping the author anonymous, uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, the topic that she uh, brought up will talk to many, many uh, dancers and listeners here as well. So, here it is. Hello, Jana. I just wanted to say thank you for so much for the beauty and kindness you share. I get inspiration from your posts, podcasts, choreographies, and just your being. One question I have is about self-confidence. I do Persian dance as well as other styles and one thing that I always come across is fear and lack of confidence. I think I'm incapable or not good enough or I think I'll never be able to succeed. It may partially come from a culture I grew up in, being half Iranian there, my dad was very traditional and didn't like the concept of dance. 
It had such a big influence on me and I didn't know how to cope with it. I was stuck between enjoying dance but also feeling guilty and almost even shameful at times because of the stigma attached to it. Even though I performed traditional and classical dances, that stigma was there and I always thought with myself. I'm extremely self-critical and my anxiety often makes me think I'm not good enough. This is a big issue I have with dance and other art I take part in, such as music and singing. I always think I'm not good enough and it is such a struggle to just do something I love. Oftentimes I spend more time thinking and negatively criticizing myself than practicing. It's not productive, but my mind holds me back so much. And by the time I realize that, I notice how much time and energy I wasted on this unhealthy mentality. It's like a cycle that doesn't end. I'm sorry for the long rant, but do you have any idea how to deal with such things? Thank you for reading. Well, I think there is so, so much in this uh, message and in this topic that almost every dancer will find something that they are struggling with as well, which is similar to uh, what was put in that question. And uh, although I don't really consider myself a specialist in uh, uh, mindset or psychology, but the more thinking about this question, I kind of felt that I do have something to share. So I decided to brought up this topic on this mini episode of this podcast. And first of all, I would like to thank you, the author, for sharing and being brave enough to share this issue and uh, reach out for uh, dance community to, to talk about this and to find support, because that's already really a lot of work to just recognize that something is happening in your uh, mind, something like that, and be brave enough to put it out uh, loud. So thank you very much for sharing this and for sending this message. And coming on the topic of uh, how to deal with it, this statement, I'm not good enough, I think almost every dancer or every artist, either it's dance or music or uh, art or any other field from time to time face with. So whenever I hear someone is saying, oh, I'm not good enough, I always want to ask right away, not good enough for what? Especially we are talking about, oh, I'm not good enough to dance, but what do you mean you're not good enough for what? Like one thing, if you're a professional dancer, of course there are expectations and certain pressure because you are getting paid for that. So you need to put a good show that is valued by a certain amount of money. So there is a pressure of keeping the quality of your show and your dance skills and your presentation, etc. Or if you're a teacher, you respond, you have responsibility for your students that you are not only get paid to teach, but you're also actually teaching and growing other dancers. So, of course, there is pressure in these circumstances as well. Although I do think there are ways to work on it and just find the way that you are still comfortable and you are not uh, self-criticizing yourself in an unhealthy way and still work as a professional dancer or teacher in this arena. But at the same time, most often this self-criticizing statement, oh, I'm not good enough, comes from people who don't even consider dance as their profession. They just do dance because they love, but at the same time they have this very strange thought, oh, I'm not good enough. And I always want to ask, not good enough for what? Not good enough to perform? But then the question, why do you want to perform? Not good enough to 
win competition. But again, why do you want to win that competition? Is it because you want to share your dance art or dance passion to everyone? Or is it because you are aiming to get appreciation and validation from other people to sort of get an approval for yourself that you're good enough? But then in this case, it has nothing really to do with dance. It has to do with other things in your life that your self-confidence in general, that it just finds the uh, output in the dance that you think that because of dance you're not good enough. But it's not that you're talking about dance itself. It's something much deeper. So here you need to, to look into inside and see why I am so much seeking the validation from other people. Because usually the statement, I'm not good enough, it kind of comes from outside. If it was just you were doing dance for the sake of dance, then why do we need to be good enough? It's just the, it's more about process rather than result. I'm not good enough comes more from seeing whatever result you or goal you set up and then either reaching or not reaching it or seeing how other people react on whatever results are. But the process itself has nothing to do with it. So whenever you, you feel like or you question or you hear someone que- uh, saying, oh, I'm not good enough, not good enough for what? Because seeing your goals and your real um, motivation to do this or other thing can actually tell you, okay, maybe there is no such thing as I'm not good enough at all because we are more enjoying and more into the process of doing something or creating something rather than having the result that we can evaluate good or not good enough. Do you see where I'm trying to go with it? So whenever you feel like, oh, I'm not good enough, ask yourself, not good enough for what? Because if you're saying, oh, I'm not good enough to dance and that's it and there is no other edition like dance good enough to win competition or dance good enough to teach or anything like that, then it sort of doesn't make sense the phrase itself, I'm not good enough to dance. Whose approval are you seeking to just to dance from yourself? But that's not approval. You just need to give yourself permission. Oh, I want to dance and that's it. Another thing that very often is very tricky for especially dancers but all artists is that often we associate our art with ourselves. There should be very clear separation. Dance skills, it's dance skills. They don't define you as a person. So the phrase itself, I'm not good enough, doesn't really comes to or can refer to the dancer self. If you're saying, oh, my dance skills are not good enough, that's another topic. And that gives you already this... Uh, cue what you need to do. You just need to improve your dance skills if you're not happy with them. But if you're saying, I'm not good enough, like, there is very tricky misconception that, oh, my dance skills is actually me. It's very common for <laughs> absolutely any artist, either it's musician or painter or, or dancer, to think that uh, their art actually validates themselves as a people but especially it's tricky for dancers because if you take musicians, they can record song and put it out separate from them. If it's artists, they can paint a picture and again, it exists separately for them. For dancers, it's not like this. The dance art is very kinetic. So even if we create dance and possibly record it on the video, it's still 
us and our body on the video. So very often if we hear criticism towards our dance, we take it very personally and we think that criticism comes to us as a person. And just realizing that and separating that this is the dance and this is me, yes, this is what I do or I'm passionate about, but still it's just a part of me, helps a lot. Although I know it's very, very difficult to really separate it, especially because in our everyday language we very often don't use the careful choice of words, as well as people around us, they may not realize. We very often go to the, I don't know, museum and uh, we can say, oh, this uh, artist wasn't good enough, although we actually mean that the object that was created by this artist may not really speak to us, but the everyday choice of uh, language sometimes uh, gives impression as if we are talking about person rather than about the art or result of their uh, creativity or whatever and because also all the artistic objects they come from the very vulnerable place of uh, uh, being open and creative and putting our thoughts ideas inspirations out into the world we kind of feel that it's our child so if someone criticizes even the dance if that's the case And even if you separate in our mind, okay, this is the dance and this is me, we still take it very personal because we feel it is as if our children, like, it's very difficult to really separate. And it's not that I'm saying that it's possible even to fully separate, especially for dancer, like, oh, this is dance and this is me. But at least if people are talking about dance, have a filter that what they're talking about, even if their choice of words is more personal-oriented, let's say, but it's still they are talking about dance piece or dance performance or, or whatever it is. It's not that they are talking really about personality. And even in, in your self-talk, if you're saying, oh, I'm not good enough, just clarify what you're exactly talking about. Is it dance skills you mean? But then the phrase will be, my dance skills are not good enough, not I'm not good enough. On contrary, I do know that it's very difficult to right away switch the approach. And even if in your brain you realize, oh yes, I mean my dance skills, which is much less negative message than just saying, oh, I'm not good enough. But even if in your brain you do realize that that's what I'm talking about, it's very difficult to switch right away and not to get back in the loop of uh, this uh, self-criticizing uh talks on all fronts of your life, not only then. So it takes time, but step by step. And uh, one thing that helped me uh, to come out of my last uh, uh, battle of I am not good enough, which was um, almost two years ago, I think, or one year and a half or something like that. It was my uh, last uh, participation in the dance competition that I failed miserably. I didn't even get to the final uh, round and it was already after I established myself as a successful full-time dancer in Toronto and I won a couple of really big uh, both Canadian and international competitions before that. So for me, I remember it was festival New York, New York Cairo Festival 2016 and uh, after that competition I remember being very frustrated and even having thought, oh, maybe I'm not good enough to uh, 
keep dancing or doing what I was doing. And it took me quite uh, a long time to get out of this loop and realize that that single event, that single competition did not define neither me as a person, neither me as a dancer. And one thing that really helped me was uh, slightly adjusting the phrase, I'm not good enough, because I was using it a lot. And although I realized, okay, dance is dance, and me as a person is me as a person, as I mentioned, it's very difficult to right away switch uh, uh, the talks that we have in our mind. So instead of trying to switch to, oh, my dance skills are not good enough, I slightly adjusted as a first step. Instead of saying, I'm not good enough, the sentence was, I'm not good enough yet. Do you feel the difference? I'm not good enough or I'm not good enough yet. So first of all, the first phrase, I'm not good enough, it kind of has a feeling of stop. (laughs) As if like, oh, I'm not good enough and this is statement and uh, that's like verdict from the judges, which in this case... You are your own judge if you are telling this to yourself. Then it's like the question, so, okay, what's now? I'm not good enough, so should I stop? That's sort of the afterthought that comes right after we are saying this negative uh, um, thought to ourselves. On the contrary, if it's the phrase, I'm not good enough yet, it kind of has this continuation uh, feeling that, okay, I'm not good enough, but for now, I'm committing by this phrase, I'm already committing that I will get to the place where I want to be, either it's in dance or in art or any any field of your life. It doesn't have this uh, dot at the end that just states, oh, you're not good enough, and that's it. No, it has this continuation, okay, I'm not good enough yet, so I will get to where. And it's much more positive uh, statement, and actually it's very... Positive statement in terms that you're committing that you will get to where you want. So, first of all, it doesn't trick you to get into this longer mind uh, uh, talks uh, that takes time away from your training because in this case you just acknowledge, okay, I'm not good enough yet, but I'm on my way. So, I just need you. You by this you already know what you need to do next. So instead of uh, self-beating or self-criticizing or self-doubting, you just stop here and you have a plan or take an action right away on how to get to this place that is not here yet. Another thing that you're saying, uh, the phrase, I'm not good enough yet, it takes a lot of pressure to be good enough, whatever it means in your mind, but to be good enough right now, at this moment. So this pressure that very often paralyzes us and froze and uh, prevents us from keep moving and keep developing our skills, it goes away because you're, you're acknowledging, okay, yes, I'm not good enough yet. Although ideally the phrase will be like, my dance skills are not good enough yet. But even if you're not there to fully switch from and redo the phrase itself, even if it just, for now, first as a first step, the phrase, I'm not good enough, yet, you are by itself acknowledging that you're on your way. And I'll tell you one secret. 
Most of the people who surround me, they are artists or uh, they are working in the creative field. And absolutely single one who is successful, always not happy with where they are right now. They always have a bigger goals, they always have a bigger standards, and they always think that they are still on a learning process. But it doesn't mean that they are saying, oh, I'm not good enough. No, they do know their value on each specific point of their career, and uh, they know what they can do, but at the same time, they know where they want to get to. So this understanding that, oh, there is so much more that I need and want to learn or to master certain skills, it doesn't paralyze them from actually taking actions to get better, but actually inspires them to sit down or to come to the dance studio, if we are talking about dances, and practice more and develop skills that they are missing to make it even better. So the phrase, I'm not good enough yet, doesn't mean that you are bad right now. It's just more inspires that, oh, you want to get even better than you are right now. So just think about this and take it as a first step from where you are right now to the place that you want to get in the future. And another thing that really struck me when I was reading the message is the fact that very often we get these uh, critical thoughts from our surrounding. The most tough and difficult situation, if it comes from someone close to us, from our family or from our parents, and by keep hearing these negative thoughts, of course they influence our own opinion of who we are or what we are capable of, of where are our limitations and possibilities and uh, what we should do or what we shouldn't do. But one thing that we are talking about dance, if you hear someone, especially if you are talking about close family, that sort of criticize either dance itself or your dance skills or Um, gives you this negative message that you're not good enough or whatever it is. One important thing, I believe, is to realize that usually they're coming not from the hating, but actually from the very loving place. Let me explain this. (laughs) So even if they may sound tough or rough or rude or not understanding, most likely they're telling us all those things to protect you and protect you from their point of view either because of their own surrounding or upbringing or just their understanding of life they may not feel the same way about dance or even understand why you are so passionate or why is it so important for you to dance and the things that we do not understand and that are foreign to us very often scares us so Probably they are not doing it consciously, but most likely on the unconscious level, it feels that if you will go further in that direction that is very unknown and foreign to them, it will harm you in some way. So their reaction is sometimes, some people are lucky to be able to express it in a very soft and uh, mild way and just to explain their concerns, but some people may not even realize it and 
in this case, those concerns and their own fears may get into some form of aggressive statements or unpleasant statements, I would say, that they may say to you or uh, to whatever about whatever you're doing or just some uh, little comments uh, that probably you wouldn't want really to hear. But this is only because they did not really experience the this feeling of uh, having a dance tribe and having a dance passion. So it's something that is not familiar to them and scares them on an unconscious level because they don't really know would you be safe there or uh, what other people would think or would they want to harm you even much worse uh, if you keep keep doing that or uh, wouldn't you uh, miss on something else if you focus your time and energy on pursuing whatever you want to do art related so of course we are not in many cases we are not able really to change their opinion and it's often very uh, paralyzing like we don't really know how to deal with it if we start getting into the fights or having the same reaction it only escalates and it doesn't really bring to the point that we can actually understand each other but at least having and starting conversation or at least understanding that where they are coming from uh, really really helps and uh, it's actually okay if they don't like what you do as much as you want them to respect what you do and what you like you need to be ready to respect what they think about this and they may not like it and it's fine it's their right not to to like something that you do it's fine and as much as you want them to understand you you also need to understand them as well from their point of view so instead of trying to fight or change their opinion just acknowledge that okay it's okay if they have different opinion because if everyone had the same opinion, this world probably would have been very, very boring. But, of course, just understanding where they come from, it helps, but it doesn't really solve much problem of not getting this to get into your own mind and influence your own opinion about who you are and what you want to do. But one thing that I think would really help is instead of fighting or trying to say that they are wrong or anything... If you hear this negative message in whatever form it comes, that, oh, you are not good enough, or uh, this is not a good thing to do, or anything, but especially if they start pushing on the thing that you're not succeeding in it, you're not good enough, tell the same phrase as we just talked about, yes, I'm not good enough yet. And see how over time, if you keep repeating it, may change their attitude. Yes, they will not start liking dance because of this, but... Believe me, if they keep hearing the same statement over and over again, if they keep seeing you being committed to whatever goals you have and whatever uh, desires you have, they will start at least respect because they will see that this is your choice and this is your commitment. And this at least first step to open conversation and uh, see what's going on in reality and explain a little bit more from your world and share with them your passion eventually. But first step is just showing that it's really important for you and this is your commitment. Either it's professional or not professional, it doesn't matter. If you're doing then just for yourself, not as a profession, 
you may face exactly the same uh, actual situation that uh, people may think that it's a waste of time and you can use it uh, much better um, and more useful for yourself. But if you're showing the consistency and your commitment and acknowledgement that you are on your way, it may really help to change their approach, not to the subject, but to you as a person who pursuing their goals and their passions. So this is a couple of thoughts on this uh, mental block that we very often have as a dancer that I'm not good enough, which if to think about it doesn't really exist. Just seeing and rephrasing why we have all those negative thoughts in our minds that block us from uh, doing what we really want to do can uh, push us forward on the way to whatever we pursue, whatever goals we have, and whatever passions we have. So, as I mentioned, I think start talking about these uh, topics really helps uh, uh, many, many dancers. And even hearing that you are not alone, because I'm pretty sure any of you who listen to them to this uh, episode probably recognize themselves in one part or one aspect of this or another. Uh, so, even just hearing that you are not alone probably helps a lot and I really encourage you to uh, reach out and share your um, stories, your thoughts, your struggles and this is very very inspiring once you find that you have this dense tribe of like-minded people who are willing to support you and to uh, be vulnerable as well and share their own stories. So this is it for today, guys. Hope you found some uh, interesting and helpful ideas and inspirations in this little talk. And uh, see you or hear you next time. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with us. And if you like this episode, it will mean a world to me if you take a few seconds and leave us a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. Also, you can always find more information about podcast as well as past episodes at yanadance.com slash podcast. As well as you can connect with me on social media by Yana Dance or Yana Komarnitska. I'm very active on Instagram as well as Facebook and share a lot of tips and inspiration for your daily ballet dance life. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe to podcasts so you never miss a future episode. And until next time, keep shimming.